0: Hey, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out, where our goal is to educate and motivate people how to live Him out in their daily lives. For today's episode, we're going to be asking the question, where is God in my pain? So thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Live Him Out.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to our podcast today. So you know, what a challenging topic in front of us today. Where's God in my pain? Um, you know, faith is meant to be incredibly relevant to our life and there's nothing more real and relevant than the fact that sometimes there is pain in life and, uh, faith is never easy. Uh, faith requires us to believe something we can't see. Faith requires us to trust God when the, when the circumstances seem to be rolling in the other direction. Uh, faith, calls us to sacrifice, uh, even in suffering. And so faith is not easy to begin with, but you come upon times when things are not going well, you come upon times when there's loss, Mm -hmm. uh, tragedy, or unexplained uh, events, seemingly unexplained, unanswered prayer, long-term pain, then faith becomes even more challenging at that point. So. Uh, knowing the sensitivity of that spot and the importance of that spot, we want to address the question today because, yeah. man, I know the enemy loves this this spot exactly that point right there. Yep. So, <clears throat> when I was much younger and younger in the faith, even I went to a conference and the speaker said, uh, "God will show Himself strongest or more more uh, glorious, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, in your." Greatest weakness, suffering and pain. And when I heard that, it kind of made me mad. Yeah, I didn't like it yeah. uh, because I thought I, I want him. I want him to use my strengths. I, yeah, I want exactly. to use the things I'm. I, I feel like okay. I'm good at. Yeah. I want to. I want to use those. And I don't. I don't want to go through any pain. I don't want to go through any weakness. Yeah. And I don't. I want him to be strong in my strength. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I resisted that for the longest time. <laughs> But uh, the more I uh, walked with Christ, and as days passed, weeks, years passed, saw Scripture, I realized that guy was right. Yeah. And as much as I didn't like it, mm-hmm. it was actually true. Yeah. So, um, in in our places of weakness and pain, <clears throat> uh, we find God showing up in a greater way than He, he even does yeah. in our in our strengths. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, you know I, I like instead i think we all would say i'd i'd much rather hide my weaknesses mm-hmm. i'd much rather hide my struggles i'd rather hide my pain especially in church settings yeah. uh, whether it's small group or even sunday settings mm-hmm. you don't uh you don't walk in the door and start talking about your struggles and weaknesses <laughs> you're trying yeah. to put your best foot forward yeah. and and all of that we want we want people to Think well of us. Exactly. And I understand all of that. But um, there's a danger in thinking, um, I can't let God or I can't let anybody else see me sweat, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Yeah. See me struggle, uh, sure. see me in need. Yeah, And so we end up hiding.
0: Yep. Especially in a, perfor- a performance based uh, kind of <clears throat> lifestyle that we're in right now and the kind true. of the culture is that. Um, a lot of people get their worth based on how much they've done, or what they do, or yeah. you know what they've created, and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, obviously, that's that's kind of the the thing you want to give off, especially if you're looking for people that have that, you want yeah. to be that person too, that other people are like, wow, that guy, true. he's got it all together and I want to follow him and all that stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. no one else is, No, not many people are like, hey, I'm the worst or hey, <laughs> I, I have I have it all wrong, <clears throat> you know, right. anything like that, you know, and I'm yeah. not saying that's like the best thing to do, but.
1: No, it's a delicate balance because exactly. um, you don't want to be the one who is just uh, complaining no, and moaning exactly. and you know whining all the time mm-hmm. and life is terrible. Yeah, but there should be a place where we are open and vulnerable, mm-hmm. uh, not just with our problems, mm-hmm. but even where God is working in our problem, in our yeah. pain. So yeah, I, I think sure. you're right because of culture, and add into that uh, image conscious yes, culture, exactly, and yep. it becomes even more challenging. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, uh, not that everybody on, who is on social media is trying to do that, but it's just what we do. It's just natural. Yeah, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna post a picture of you, you know, laying on the floor crying. Yeah, that's just no, uh, just not uh, gonna yeah. happen. Exactly. Um, but it's just kind of the nature of the of what it is. Yep. So for uh, sure, I understand the need to to hide sometimes but uh, there's a there's a there's a risk and there's a reward mm-hmm. whenever we are more open because God has a purpose in our pain. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he has something he, he wants to do in it and with it whether it's our pain, our weakness, our temptation, yeah, uh, whatever it is. He has a purpose in those and he will show himself stronger. Yeah. Absolutely. In those areas. Yeah. And so, again, like
0: with this question, where is God in my pain? Mm -hmm. uh, It kind of focuses on like, okay, so here we are in the timeline and Mm -hmm. there's things that have happened. There are things that are going to happen here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this this question is kind of geared towards what has happened in the past. What about these things that just stick out in your life like crazy and that you keep replaying in your head and, and thinking, how could I have done differently? We're asking that question, where is God in those things? Not where is he in the future, because yeah. we just discussed that this past week on Sunday. You should yep. listen yep. to the sermon, Awake the ache. <clears throat> yep. Um, But this question, where is God in my pain? Where is he is, in what has happened? What does he want to do with that stuff, right? So um, like you were yeah. saying about the weaknesses or about faults that have happened in your life, we want to... We want to cover the topic of what do you do yeah. to get to where you are now, to where you can make a difference in the future, right? right. And make a difference in where God is leading you.
1: Exactly. Because yeah. again, the temptation is to want to hide those errors Yeah. say, well, I went through this in the past, but I don't want anybody to know that. Uh-huh. Uh, I've dealt with this recently, but I don't want anybody to know that. Yeah. I'm in this even right now. Yeah. And I, I can't I, tell anyone. I don't or, want anyone uh-huh. to know that. Exactly. Like we've um, talked
0: about also on this podcast though, like it's in those moments confession and repentance are the biggest and the step to take, right? It is. is, That's like priority. Number one is to find someone that you can talk to, find a group, find a person and talk to them and say, Hey, here's what is going on.
1: And we'll, we'll get into all that stuff as well. It's true. So, uh, What I've learned over the years and what I see in Scripture is that the places of weakness, struggle, and pain are actually the places that the Spirit of God is drawn to. Mm -hmm. He he sees those. He doesn't... He doesn't recoil at those no, and run. No. He actually is drawn to them. Yeah,
0: and he's not caught off guard by them either. It's <laughs> not like, oh, wait, you went through or you're going through yeah. that stuff. You he's, didn't tell me that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as yeah. someone who's omniscient and omnipresent, yeah, it's, exactly. You can't really get. You cannot get away from God. You know. And, yeah. And that's a good thing because yeah.
1: He's there and He's there with grace. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in Romans it says, where sin abounds, yeah. grace abounds all yeah. the more. All the more. Yeah. So he is he he is drawn mm-hmm. to those areas to begin yes. with. Uh, God wants to heal those areas. Mm-hmm. That's yes. that's his desire. Uh, Jesus said uh, that he had come to bring good news to the poor. He had come mm-hmm. to heal the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. He had come to set the captives free. So yeah. he, he's he's drawn yeah. to those areas uh-huh. in our life. So I think you know there's some comfort in that. Of like yes, okay. I can relax a little bit here. Yeah. I don't have to be so nervous about God yes. seeing, knowing, and entering into uh, my pain, my weakness. Yes, uh, I think it's in those areas that we end up discovering and experiencing our greatest intimacy even with Christ. Yeah, uh, In my moments of weakness and pain, I, uh, Jesus has met me there, mm-hmm. and the, the things I experience in those moments have been more significant and tangible Really, than than the highest points. Yes. As great as those are. Yes. So uh, it almost yeah. it, it almost still pains me to say that, but it's still yeah. true. <laughs> it's still true. <laughs> for sure. Um
0: for sure. That's I mean that's another another analogy I've heard that's that's all on this topic as well. Uh is that it's it's God who is always faithful to us. Mm. We are not the ones who are always faithful to God, but God always has his hand stretched out ready for us to grab hold of him. And there are times where we grab onto his hand, Mm -hmm. but there's also times where we're like, okay, I think I've got this on my own now, but it's still at the end. God's not going to be like, okay, well, you took your hand back. Well, I'll take my hand back. No, that's not that way. Even in your pain, he's (laughs) saying, look, let me pull you out. I have Mm -hmm. grace for you. I Mm -hmm. have answers. You know, I, I have love for you specifically Mm -hmm. right and so it's Mm -hmm. that's the other awesome thing about this is and this is again just kind of setting the stage still even but like god is faithful Mm -hmm. in every area Mm -hmm. it's not okay well you've done so much that you're no longer in you no longer fit the faithful category you know like god is still going to be there and he's still going to be there and he's still going to be there yeah that's
1: right and and it's in our our greatest limitation yes. that he will show himself yes. the strongest. Absolutely. And and so sometimes that means life will present itself mm-hmm. as God will arrange actually yeah. the events uh, yeah, of life absolutely. to bring us to places of dependence yes. and need. Mm-hmm. And if we'll allow him in that spot, he will show himself strong. Yes. He will do a great work. And then we become more. Uh, strong, mm-hmm. uh, filled with faith, mm-hmm. and even have a greater sense of purpose from yes. that place yeah. of weakness and pain. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, we're Absolutely. not the first ones to, to no. stumble upon this. Uh-oh. Obviously, <laughs> not the first ones who've ever uh, walked in pain yeah. and discovered these truths. Uh, this is this is the story of of faith yeah. and the generation church and, and people, and yeah. the Bible records. Many many people yes. like that as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the New Testament tells us about <clears throat> the Apostle Paul, mm-hmm. a man who um, um, the greatest, one of the greatest men of faith in the New Testament, who trusts God and becomes a leader in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but he even goes through a time of great pain and weakness and yeah. suffering. And his <clears throat> he uses uh, some words to describe his pain. Uh, in the verses we're going to read today, mm-hmm. he's going to he's going to refer to it as a thorn in the flesh. Now, whether or not he had an actual thorn in the flesh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, some some say it was um, actually an eye condition he had that was a result of being blinded by the the light you know, when he meets yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, others say he's actually referring to some people who were. A hindrance to him in ministry who just continued to be a thorn in the flesh, a pain in his side, Uh basically. Um, I don't know that what the pain was is as important as the fact that he had the pain. Exactly. And then what he learned in the process. Uh So uh, I want to read the verses from 2 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 7 through 10. And as with a lot of Bible verses, we're going to read these and Uh, It will feel like it just happened in a matter of moments, this little story here. But uh, most likely it took place over a large amount of time and there was a large amount of struggle. There was emotion involved in it. There were a lot of thoughts involved in it and great faith and in times of weakness and times of limitation. But Paul found that spot to be the place where God showed up in a greater way than in any other area in his life. So... Uh, here's what it says in 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 10. It says, um, well, let me back up one more time <clears throat> here for just a moment tell one more thing. Uh, this is in the context of Paul has his experience uh, of God shows him something that's mm-hmm. kind of like a revelation to mm-hmm. him. Um, and Paul is overwhelmed by it, how, how vast this thing is that God has shown him. Yeah. <clears throat> and so this is where he starts and saying, I don't want to be – I don't want to be arrogant about what God has shown me and what what I've seen you yep. know, in his truth. So yeah. he says, he, here's what happened as a result. Verse 7, it says, mm-hmm. and lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, by the things that I saw. Yeah. He says, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. So he recognizes <clears throat> that he was... Given some pain, or some pain was allowed to introduce, be introduced yeah. into his life. It was actually from Satan, uh-huh. but nothing comes Sovereign into our God. life yeah. unless God allows it. Mm-hmm. So we we get a sense right away that this is not going to be pleasant. Yeah, uh, Satan doesn't bring you know comfy pillows into <laughs> no, our life. Uh-uh, no, not at all. <clears throat> he brings uh, accusation and attack and pain. Fear, everything. Yes. yes. So he says um, concerning this thing. I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. Uh whatever this was was not pleasant. Paul wanted it gone. And the three times we don't we don't really have this sense that it all happened within a one-night prayer meeting.
0: It was probably not. Please take this away, please take this away, please take this away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have I had to guess? <laughs> it
1: probably was uh, stretched out over some time, yeah. some very agonizing prayer, yeah. some waiting, some trusting, some watching, yeah. and it not going away.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so in a sense, it's unanswered prayer. Mm-hmm. It is painful. It's mm-hmm. ongoing. It's difficult. It's tragic because it's hindering Paul. It's yeah. very, very difficult. Um, and so he asked God to take it away from him. And it, uh, In verse 9, it says <clears throat> that he said to me, God said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So his response from God is I'm not taking the pain away. Yeah. You you're going to you're going you're gonna to continue to hurt, but in your hurt um I'm you're going to experience something new. You're going to see something about me and my purpose for your life that's going to be different than what you've known. And and that thing for him was, he says, my grace is sufficient. So my favor for you will be sufficient, will be bigger than the pain that you're going through Mm -hmm. or bigger than even your desire to want the pain to go away or bigger than you trying to figure out how to make the pain go away Mm -hmm. even. And so Paul, a man who was accustomed to favor by performance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. keeping the law and attaining and sure. excelling um, in this, he would he would learn that the favor of God is enough, is yeah. sufficient for him. And that yes. was, this would be a new thing. Yep. And <clears throat> what he goes on to say, uh, Paul says, Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities it's just so contrary yes. to everything we know and, yes. and, and feel naturally. He's yeah. like, I'm actually going to talk about, and I'm going to um, boast. Be, yeah. make, be, make
0: a big deal about all that stuff. Yeah,
1: I'm going to make a big deal about uh-huh. my my weaknesses, yeah. my pain, uh-huh. and my struggle. He's not going to be the guy that goes around and just complains all the no. time. yeah. Absolutely. But he's going to say, in my pain, here is what God has shown me. In my pain, here's what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning. Um. He goes on and says, I do this so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, <clears throat> in distress, for Christ's sake. Uh, and then here's yes. here's the big statement. For when I am weak, <clears throat> then I am strong. Yes. So yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's just, uh, again, so counter to what's natural. Yeah. But so... In line with what God is doing in us,
0: exactly. Yes, and I would just say one of the other huge things is just the the last bit there. It says right before he says, "For when I am weak, then I am strong." Just it's all for Christ's sake. <clears throat> he's right. not boasting about his infirmities to be like, "Look how horrible I am," or <laughs> exactly. anything like that. Nothing, yeah. nothing that points <clears> to self. But he's saying, "Look, hey, I'm going through these things, and look at what Christ is teaching me yeah, in this." You know, exactly. I, I have this but I'm strong because I know who Jesus is in my life, you know.
1: And I'm going through these for Christ's sake. Yes, yeah, I, exactly. I, this is not just me, you know, making ridiculous decisions in my yeah, life yeah. and going down the wrong path mm-hmm. and saying, "I don't know why I'm suffering."
0: Yeah, exactly. You
1: know, he he's he's intentionally walking in truth, walking in righteousness, yeah. walking in God's purpose for his life and the suffering still happens. Yeah. He's still persecuted, he's still going through pain, yep. yet his prayers are, are not answered in the way he would, thought, would have thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but it tells me that God actually wants us to walk in power. Yeah. He wants us to walk in purpose. Yeah. But sometimes that power and purpose comes through the area of pain. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> as much as God wants to work in us, through us in that moment, the enemy wants to distract us in yes. that moment and destroy yeah, us in exactly. that moment. Uh, and this is where... We have to fight against what seems so natural because the enemy is trying to pump us full of thoughts in that moment. He would want us to isolate in that moment. Um, he, want, he would want us to pull away, to not talk, to not tell anybody, to not uh, have someone pray for us, to not seek counsel, yep. but just to uh, isolate down inside. Yep.
0: Pull uh, away, trying to understand it all, try to get it all uh, covered over, all yep. that stuff. Yeah.
1: yep. Uh, he would want us to be anxious. He'd want us to start spinning in our head all the possibilities yes. that are all negative. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he yes. never tells you the positive no, scenarios, never. the potentials. Uh-huh. <clears throat> He's always playing out the worst-case scenario. Yep. He'd want us to be silent, not not pray about it, not talk about it. Uh, and there's power, like you said, in, in confession and acknowledging. Uh-huh. Uh, he'd want us to uh, play some mind games and it stay in our head, uh-huh. and he'd want us to be doubtful. Doubt filled ultimately, yep. and so. Um, but when when we choose instead to say, "Okay, I'm going through pain yeah. and weakness and struggle," God has a purpose. Yes, He wants to heal in inwardly first, yep. outwardly maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> He didn't for maybe. Paul. No, yeah, uh, He He spiritually healed but didn't physically heal yeah. in this moment.
0: Yeah, he learned greater depths, but it didn't mean that just because he learned that, okay, well, now you're totally healed or you're totally right. okay with what, everything that's going on. <coughs> exactly. But instead, uh, he had a greater understanding of who Christ was.
1: Yep. So uh, there's power whenever we bring it out of the shadows and yeah. say, that's enough. Yeah, I'm not sure. going to stay isolated in this thing yeah. anymore. When we bring it to others and ask them to pray, Yes. when we get past the... Uh, Unspoken prayer requests, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and get all the way to, <clears throat> hey, I'm I'm really going yeah. through it right now, and here's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's then that we start finding hope. It's yep. then that we start finding healing. It's yeah. then that we start start the process, at least of of learning what God has for us, mm-hmm. and and perhaps the most powerful thing I think is it's then that you actually silence the enemy.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it,
1: if his strength is in keeping us isolated. And silent, then our strength is community in confession. and yeah, exactly. And community. <clears throat> I love that.
0: Yep, and that's another thing I was going to say is is you don't you don't just do these things as a checklist. You don't just no. do these things as like a okay, well I'm really going through it. Well, I guess I ought to get this out of the shadows. And then out of just all selfishness' sake, you're yep. trying to do all these things, accomplish all these things, so that mm-hmm. uh, you know you just won't experience it anymore. But instead, with a true yeah. heart of desire for God, a true heart of, I want, I want to know God. I want to uh, see what he's doing with this pain. I I want to see his strength in my life. I don't want to just stay weak. That's the heart you go with to talk to other people. You know,
1: it's true. Uh, So the enemy would, if we, if we stay silent and we, Uh and we isolate, then he gets the power and we become powerless in that moment. But if we choose to confess and get in community and and, and get counsel, there's some nice three C words right there, (laughs) Um, then we actually become the powerful, and he becomes the powerless. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, If the place of our greatest weakness and vulnerability is all of a sudden uh, brought to the surface and exposed, he's got nothing on you. If if yeah. if there's if there's nothing hidden that he can yes. point to, yep. then he has nothing. <laughs> He's powerless in that moment, yeah. and so anxiety and fear mm-hmm. they begin to lose their power because we we've brought it to light. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've we've brought it out of the darkness. Yeah. We brought it into truth. We brought it before mm-hmm. others, and when that happens, then we become powerful. Yeah. I, I think that's part of what Paul meant when he said, "For when I'm weak." Yeah. then I'm strong yeah. because I've, I've brought Absolutely. it out. I, I've brought it to the Lord. I've Absolutely. brought it to others, and yeah. I'm praying. I mean, Paul was bold enough to put it in writing, and it gets chosen to be <laughs> forever put into yeah. God's word for, for us. It. Yeah, exactly. We still have it. We're still reading it. We're yep. telling his story exactly. out of the shadows.
0: Exactly, yeah. So I heard a thing uh, recently from a pastor, and he was talking about uh, how – when we get to heaven one day, there will be no more hidden things. Mm. Everything will be open. Everything will be exposed. And he wasn't saying that in a bad way. Like, Oh, but Mm -hmm. instead he was saying, so all the more reason for us to share what we have hidden in our life and say, look, God has forgiven me of this so mm-hmm. I can share it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have this bearing down on me and guilt or in driving right. me towards isolation so I'm yep. going to share it. I don't want yep. this to be standing in the way in my marriage. I don't want this to be standing in the way with my kids. I don't want yep. this to be standing in the way of the way I work. Any of right. that stuff. Yep. And so that was <clears> his <throat> charge was, <clears throat> hey, we are to expose
1: ourselves
0: because that's what Jesus has done for us and yep. that's why we have faith in him, yeah, right?
1: that's true. And so, again,
0: that also takes away the power from the enemy because there's now nothing that he can be like ah unconfessed, or yep. he can be like ah you're still dealing with that. Yep. And you instead now have people who can pray for you in those areas. Yep.
1: That's right. So I think I you know it's probably important to say the other side of the story here again. This this is this is not uh, an open invitation to go around just you know <laughs> vomiting on everybody. Yeah. About all your problems, exactly. all your weaknesses, sure. and all your pains. Um, there's an appropriate time. Yep. There's an appropriate place that things need to be shared. Yeah. And there's an appropriate time, and place to not share some yeah, things.
0: Absolutely. So yeah.
1: I would say there there is a need for discernment and yes. wisdom and
0: intentionality in what you share as well. Not exactly. just saying it to say it, but saying yep. it because you know it has power. You know it will impact.
1: Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna bring glory to God exactly, or it's gonna bring grace to you. Yeah, uh-huh. if it, if it's not either one of those, then you need to be silent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for know, sure. Uh, in that moment, so mm-hmm. um, so there's power when we are open and and acknowledge and confess and seek counsel and yes. community in our in, in our pain, um, and then as the healing process begins, God does something even greater. So he shows himself strong to us. Yeah. But then for those who will who will allow God to work in their pain from their past, their weaknesses or struggle, yeah. he begins to then do something great through us. Yeah. He'll do it in us first. Paul said uh I said I learned that his grace was sufficient for me first. Yeah. Very personal, very vulnerable, but because he was willing to allow God to do that, then he became a conduit for other people yep. and could then speak hope and speak help and, and sure. continues to speak life yeah. to us today. Mm-hmm. And so uh, out of his weakness, he became strong, and God does that again with us. He will use the areas that we're willing to allow him to heal and touch, yeah. and then those become powerful um, motivators for us yeah. say, Man, let me tell you what I walk through. Because now you could talk to someone else about it, and, and can you imagine a, a church filled with people who are willing to not just you know destroy everybody with their problems and pain, but to glorify God for what He yeah. has done in their problems, pain, and weakness. Yeah. The, the beauty of that the beauty of every member with a story with the yeah. power of grace and the power of mercy here and the power of healing yeah. here and the power of truth here yeah that that church becomes unstoppable yeah becomes it's really true. Uh, the gates of hell cannot prevail against that church mm-hmm. and, yep. and so that that that's beautiful that's powerful and so uh again you kind of put all this together you realize that what I heard at that yeah. conference yeah. was true uh-huh God will show Himself strongest yep. in the greatest area, the greatest weak areas of our life, yeah. our areas of greatest weakness. So, yeah. um, just real quick, uh, for me, what that was is my story is similar to Paul's uh-huh. um, because of my personality, um, uh, who I am. I I leaned toward and can lean toward if I'm not careful being performance oriented. Yeah. I can I can think that my favor. Before God and others is based on my ability to perform. Yeah. So, uh, the early years of my faith, that's I just thought that's what we did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I'm supposed to try to impress God. Yeah. Exactly. And so there were times I thought I was doing that well. There mm-hmm. were other times I would tank terribly at it, and it yeah. would take me into just deep darkness and depression. Yeah. And I stayed anxious all the time, Mm -hmm. fearful that I wasn't doing enough, performing enough. And so that became, I mean, it led to some really dark places, panic attacks, anxiety, and uncertainty, fear, which bled over into relationships, thoughts, Mm -hmm. emotions, Mm -hmm. sleeplessness, health, all of that. That's what happened. But when I came to a place where God showed me the power of his grace that my that his favor for me is not based on my performance for him, and that favor is based on what Jesus has done, and me receiving that completely by faith, that that changed me yeah. inside. Yeah. It really, it changed everything about me. It freed mm-hmm. me. It healed me, mm-hmm. and it became a place of passion, and so even yeah. my passion today comes from the place of the pain I was in. Yep. and. I think. Well, there it is again. <laughs> it. <laughs> God's greatest strength came out of my greatest weakness. Yeah, that just that's just God's. That's plan. the way He works. that's yeah. the way He works. So, uh, we should never be afraid of yes. um, our weakness, our struggle, our pain, because it's there that God does His greatest work. Now, absolutely, I, I would say one more thing. Um, this is not something that happens overnight it's not a a one one day deal my spiritual OCD-ness my spiritual ADHD if you will that I had you know over anxious about everything am I reading enough reading the Bible enough praying enough doing enough serving enough going enough um, that that wasn't healed in one night (laughs) yeah but uh, with persistence, consistency, and yep. leaning and surrendering and yielding it it has it has healed and is healing yeah. even uh-huh. i wouldn't say i 'm perfect by any means now yeah uh-huh. um, uh, but it's a process yeah. so uh, if you're in the journey don't be discouraged that you haven't arrived mm-hmm. yet it's a process yeah absolutely uh, and and I think even the apostle Paul recognized that when he said uh, <laughs> Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities that, that the therefore indicates there was some time that took place, yeah. some, some process involved in it. so yeah. um, I, I think our goal today has been to encourage yeah speak truth, uh, but give hope. Your pain is not wasted. your pain and weakness is not something uh, you should hide in the right setting at the right time, there's a place that God will show himself strongest in your greatest weakness. And when that happens, we become powerful instead of powerless in the faith. Yeah. So, very good. Great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, It's our prayer that this has been encouragement to you, that you might find the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ powerful in your pain, in your weakness, and that he would shine through you to be hope to others. So. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today.